Welcome to FHSU Tilt Talk, a podcast about educational technologies, teaching and learning, scholarly research, and service, hosted by Teaching Innovation and Learning Technology staff. Welcome to the second episode of our series on generative AI in education. Today, we'll be diving into a fascinating topic, how to rethink assessment and learning activity using Bloom's taxonomy within the generative AI era. We'll also be explore how faculty can use AI for activities or assessment, as well as how students may feel about it. Welcome to the ID team episode. My name is Sengguch. I'm instructional designer. This is Ray, Ray Yao. I'm another instructional designer at Tute. Hi, everyone. This is May Harper. I am the academic program specialist for the online national de-escalation program at Tilt. And uh, I am a marketing instructor at uh, University St. Mary. Okay, uh, I will get started. Today, I want to talk with you about what AI are capable of in assisting students with their learning activity and assessment. So this uh, all the talking will be based on the Bloom's taxonomy. This is a framework instructor and instructor designer like Sin and I we often use to create uh, learning objectives, create uh, the course outcomes, and create assessments. This is kind of like a frame, the framework we often refer to. So we want to talk about this AI uh, supported learning activity and assessment in this framework. Okay, our uh, team just published one blog post, which included a table listing all the AI-supported learning activity and assessment. You can go to that blog post to learn more about it. And okay, uh, there are six levels of thinking um, in this framework. The first level is remembering, uh, then understanding, and uh, then applying and then uh, analyzing. And uh, next uh, uh, next is, uh, okay, evaluating. Then the highest level is uh, creating. So for most uh, discipline, they would like students to um, at least achieve some, uh, some levels of thinking in, uh, by the end of their course. So let's uh, talk about the first level of thinking is uh, remembering. So this is a lowest level of thinking, but for most discipline, especially like biology or chemistry, they want students to remember those basic concepts and basic theory. So instructors often exam those, uh, the students remembering by uh, kind of letting them recalling main knowledge of theories through taking a quiz or exam. To, so the student can recall the knowledge you covered in your module or in your course. But the instructor might need to be cautious about it because the student can easily use a ChatGTP to generate the answers to those quiz questions or exam questions. Uh, but uh, we, we have solution like for quiz, you can just assign, assign like a low point to it, make the quiz as a low stake quiz also allow students to take multiple times, multiple, take that quiz multiple times. So it means that that quiz open textbook. 
So the GDP, GDP or the other types of AI tools can just like a resource tool for them. So it won't be a big problem for the instructor. And for exam, since exam will be like a high stake, it might be 100 points or 200 points. So the instructor might want to put the time limit to it. So it means, and also make sure a student can only take one attempt. So, so within that uh, limited time, student account afford to go to another platform like a HTTP to study for answer because that takes a lot of time. Okay, um, as for the second level, it's about understanding. Again, uh, in most disciplines, instructors would uh, exam students' understanding of a concept or a theory or process by letting them interpret or summary or like explain, uh, like explain it through a quiz, like uh, exam or essay questions, essay paper or discussions. Again, uh, students can easily to use ChatGTP to search for answers by using those prompts in the quiz or exam or essay paper or discussion. Uh, but uh, I think uh, like an instructor can actually use AI, like uh, they can ask a student to generate a response, then share the screenshot, then kind of analyze that just uh, AI generated response, point out what's something wrong about it and uh, what's something uh, correct about that AI generated response. So like a student will know, okay, the, what's a correct response then? That's the one way to use AI in this kind of assignment. And the third level is applying. So instructor often exam students application of like a concept, theory, or framework, or some formula, you know, formula in the like a math. So instructor often ask them to kind of use this uh, like a theory or framework to solve one problem. But AI can also solve a problem. Uh, it kind of by following a formula or model. So the student in this, uh, since they are, this kind of like AI has that kind of capability. So students can use AI to get some like a draft answer. But AI are not capable of to kind of analyze, analyze the real world situation. So they, AI couldn't solve a real world problem. So like in the field of social science, like psychology, Instructor might ask a student to apply a process, a model to solve one uh, real world problem in a case study assignment. So in this case study assignment, student can first use the AI to generate like initial analysis of this case. But you need to make a lot of effort in analyzing this case and finding the solutions. Uh, so. Okay, the first level, first level is uh, analyzing. So this uh, means the students kind of analyze the difference uh, between like concepts or series, so like case study or discussions. Um, to be specific, like instructor uh, often ask their student to determine like how the how the parts related to one another or to the overall structure. So like in a case studies. There, uh, you start to ask the student to analyze like 
the subject in this case, the problem and the situation and the influencing factor. Uh, but AI is not capable of like analyzing a real world case. But student can, as I mentioned, student can encourage us. Uh, instructor can encourage students 